0: Welcome to the Theory of DFS podcast. I'm Jordan Cooper, the co-author of the Theory of Daily Fantasy Sports, 15-hour audio DFS masterclass. You can pick up at theoryofdfs.com. Neil is in Puerto Rico, so I figure bring back on the guy that he replaced. You haven't been on for 15 months, and we and we, hey, the first time, Eric, that we met in person was this over the weekend, and if you could see on the video, why'd you punch me in the face?
1: That's what I, I, damn it, you stole my thunder. I figured you were having me back on to let everybody, you know, let me tell my side of the story about how I beat the shit out of you and gave you a, a black eye. No, but, uh, it is, it is kind of funny that the first time we did get to meet and hang out in person, you came back looking like you got the shit kicked out of you. So, uh, you know, maybe there's some correlation between those two things.
0: Well, this is what happens when you miss an MMA slate, right? <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> uh, I, 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 lo- I learned, uh, that pickleball is not just small tennis, and that just because you were good at tennis when you were 17 doesn't mean your body could do the things that it could do when you were 17, when you're 43 years old.
1: See, the wife and I just, uh, we, we skipped out on an old pickleball. God bless you guys for going and playing it. We did, we did the thing that us guys who are getting old now do. We went. And ate way too much food, and sat on our ass, you know, and had a brunch cocktail, and all—all all the the opposite of physical strenuous. I guess it was technically still kind of strenuous activity, but not the kind that uh, you know makes you any healthier.
0: The funny part was that Britt came, and Britt wasn't in the pickleball tournament, and he was like one mm-hmm. of the only people there that wasn't playing. And I before I I asked him, I was standing right next to him, I said I said Why aren't you playing? Like this is it's like it's like over. It's like oversized ping pong slash miniature tennis. Right. Like how, we're playing doubles. Like what much can you do? And he 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 literally said he said, "No, I'm just here to watch someone get injured." <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you had to hold up that. Yeah, you had to hold that up for him, right? And sure he, sure he, even got, he
0: even took me to urgent care.
1: Yeah, that's a team player right there. And see, he got what he wanted, and then he paid you back via right. trip to urgent care. Yeah,
0: right. And I got to drive my rental Mustang. I look cool. <laughs> <laughs> They they, they they I had to rent the car because my wife needed the car and I was driving mm-hmm. down to Nashville and they were all out of compacts. Like you reserve Apparently at the rental yep. place, you just reserve a car and they, whatever happens to be there. And they're like, we have, we have, we've no, we, well, you may have to wait an hour because they, they're waiting for cars to come back. And then they came in from the lot and said, uh, would you take a, would you take a Mustang convertible? I'm like, same price. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Okay, give it to me. Let's go. Let's go. I'll travel down like I have a midlife crisis going out to all Nashville.
1: Right. That's that's so funny that you say that because um, we got a rental car to drive from St. Louis just because sometimes, you know, you don't want to take your own car. We'll, we'll just take somebody else's and um little, little bit of peace of mind. Well, first of all, I also hung over and tired uh, Monday morning when we were going to leave. I I'd never been so close to wrecking the car. I was trying to pull out of the hotel. And I mean, it had to be like millimeters away from just smoking this pole in the, uh, in the parking lot at the, at the hotel that we were staying at. So clearly, Sunday night, was I had a little bit too much, too much fun. I, I couldn't even drive the next morning, I guess. But on Saturday, when I went to pick up our rental car, I guess, is Super Bowl weekend like a big rental car weekend or something? Because the same thing happened to me. We just got whatever, you know, midsize or yeah, compact or whatever. We're just driving, two of us driving to Nashville. I don't really give a shit what it is. They didn't have what we ordered in, um, so they offered me a Ford F-150 <laughs> or a Mini Cooper. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which one did I you said, take?
1: Well, I I said, are you sure you don't have anything else? And the guy went and checked with his boss and they had a Nissan Sentra coming back in, uh, like literally like at that moment. And I was like, can we just do that? I don't want to drive the tr- like. There's no sense in me getting a truck to drive down there. And uh, t- midlife crisis, the Mini Cooper would be the opposite of what you did. I think like this would be just like succumbing to the fact that I'm getting old, just driving a fucking Mini Cooper down to Nashville. I, I haven't reached that age yet, so I was not willing to do that. So, uh, but yeah, apparently, the rental car is just a total scam. You order whatever you say you want, and you're never going to get it. I guess
0: right, but you pay whatever amount that you paid, and they're, yeah, they're just trying to get rid strange.
1: of you. Yeah, very strange
0: but but we 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 had, a, we had a good time down in Nashville i believe uh there there may or may not i'm i'm not going to be the one to do it uh of a uh, a video of uh, of kevin roth up oh, in yeah. the ground while singing karaoke uh that 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 i've seen it you've probably seen it or maybe in in uh our internal slack but i'm um, i, w- I was going to be the one to screen cap that and throw that on twitter i'll let i'll let the, the parties who want to do that but uh a lot of, a lot of, a lot of I, not for me a lot of drinking but I mean I I I spent my uh my Saturday night there uh in the hotel lobby with with score patrol watching yep, the yep. UFC pay-per-view on a 6-inch phone screen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what well, the bar was like never open at the hotel. It was very it was an awesome weekend, just had an absolute blast, but yeah, very weird little quirks throughout what is a normal vacation trip. The the hotel bar which was super nice by the way, like It's Sunday of the Super Bowl, not open at all. I'm like, you could have made like some money of people, you know, it's Super Bowl Sunday. And we're like, there's another football stadium within, uh, you know, I shot. It's like you just, it was a great place to be jacked up for the football game. And yeah, it was closed when we got back. From going out on Saturday night, it was closed the whole time. I was at the hotel on Sunday. I don't know uh, what their business model is, but uh, it didn't make didn't make a lot of sense to me. But it was a yeah, ton a ton of fun. I, I had a ton of fun throughout the whole weekend. My wife beat the shit out of me in DFS. Uh, she nearly won the company free roll and everything. So that's pretty par for the course. I'm on here to talk about DFS and and all that and my well, she, my she fought, significant she played the guys that better. everyone
0: was taking in best ball and finally did well in the Super Bowl. It's Sky Moore and Kadarius Tony. Like, they're the ones that scored, right? I didn't play anything. Mm. It was, it was I, I'm hanging, this, I think this encapsulates my, my, my past year or past year or so since, said the last episode that you were on, Eric, was entitled Life EV. Mm. And since you've been, since that episode, I believe 15 months since then, or at least the past year, I, I, the amount of money that I made, I'm sad, I'm satisfied with but the amount of time that I've had to do other things or just mm-hmm. enjoy my life was the best. 2022, I consider to be like the best the best year of my life or whatever when it comes to uh, recreation versus work balance type of thing. And like I went down to Nashville, like I didn't have any MMA lineups. I didn't yeah. play the Super Bowl. I didn't play, you know, I'm sitting there next to Keith Eister and he's checking his lineups during the Super Bowl It's like, i got I got nothing. I'm just watching to watch a Super Bowl and mm-hmm. you know, other people other people are checking their phones, and I'm just, give me those little meatballs. Give me the pizzas, <laughs> little pizzas that they're coming out, right? I'll take little fudgy, fudgy things, little dessert things. and there's an open bar, and I'm pretty much just drinking soda, right? <laughs> give me the unlimited soda. i I, I did have a, a, like a jack and ginger or whatever ginger ale type of oh thing. yeah one. Uh, I also didn't didn't want I also didn't want to drink because like at noon that day I literally hit my head <laughs> and I didn't want to confuse like being drunk with like concussion symptoms <laughs> Right,
1: exactly. Right. Like, like you're not if you have a severe concussion, you know, you're not supposed to go to sleep. Right. That's it's like a real thing. Like they make fun of it in movies, you know, like the guys on the bus or whatever, back from the football game. Don't let him fall asleep or whatever. But it's it's like a re- it's like a real thing. And how are you to know if you had, a you know, one too many cocktails with your concussion, whether, you know, you were <laughs> just right. I start, I, start slur- I go morning. slurring
0: speech. I'm going around. <laughs> of course, I'm making the joke. People are coming up to me at the Super Bowl party. like ask, you know, are, are you doing OK? And of course, I'm just making the joke of like, who are you again? Where am I? Where am I? What's going on? I have no idea. Wobbling around. Uh, it's but, funny but, you mentioned
1: the life the life EV thing though, because I I played a little bit um, of not anything crazy uh, of Super Bowl. Um, showdown stuff just for just for fun. So I I did I locked Kadarius Tony. That was like my one thing. I'm like, that's the one thing I feel strongly about. I don't I still don't even he scored, but I don't know if that was right. Or, you know, I don't know if I that even worked or didn't. But that's that was I wanted to have a little sweat with one thing about Kadarius Tony. So I I just locked him and played some teams and it was fun. But I did like I never I didn't care. I mean, you know, there, there's <laughs> it's a six million dollar prize pool and I got 25 teams. Like <laughs> I'm not gonna win anyway, so I might as well just enjoy my Super Bowl, But, um, to that point, I, I I haven't played as much playoff. Like I used to like really go hard at like the different playoff slates. Didn't play that much this year. Haven't played NBA, but a handful of slates all season. And I love the NBA. I still watch it, which I didn't think I would be able to do. Like, you know, when you've, when you've Gambled on it as a part of your, like when you're watching it, you know, you're kind of sweating your teams. I wasn't sure if I'd be able to like really still enjoy the NBA as much, but honestly, I have. And my one kind of still passion of DFS and just gambling in general is college basketball. Um, But it's like there's only so much money you can get down, like in college basketball, DFS. It's never like a thing where I'm like, oh man, you know, so and so got three thousand the first quarter. You know, I just pissed away thousands of dollars. I, at the life, the the life EV thing for me has been pretty real. Obviously, uh, I have all this best ball stuff going on, which I don't know if that's helping my you're, life You're EV doing about- drafts
0: for next year already, dude. That's that.
1: That's what this industry has created. <laughs> they launched a fucking 2023. We talked about this over the weekend. Right? Uh, to 2023- be their drafting players
0: in the draft that aren't even on a team. Yet. <laughs>
1: Right, exactly. You're drafting rookies. You don't know. Not only do you not know, you know, you don't know where they're going in the draft. Right? You're just like, it's all guessing. It's like, oh, this guy's a good prospect. But he could go in the fifth round, for all that we know. Right? And then you took him in the, you know, in the eighth round of your draft because you thought he was good. The NFL tells you he sucks. And he, he, he could, like, not even make the team. The, the, the rookie stuff. And, and obviously free agents. Like, there's like Saquon Barkley, one of the headliners, Josh Jacobs from last year, the guys that were pretty good, are free agents. And they're like first-round, second-round picks. It's like, what if Saquon doesn't go back to the Giants? What if Josh Jacobs goes somewhere and is like, you know, a committee back, and you're drafting in the first round? It is crazy, but the people love it, right? And obviously, I'm trying to build a business around it, so um, that's the sacrifices we have to make is apparently drafting on February 10th for uh, 2023 NFL season. But I, I do find, like, it's so much more casual, Then, like, grinding NBA DFS, you know, like, it can be stressful following the NBA slate, you know, from, I'm in Central Time, 5 p.m. Central Time on, right, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on, can be kind of awful. The best ball thing is, like, eh, I'll keep up on it, like, I'll walk the dogs and, like, fire up a draft. You only have to be, you know, you only have to be paying attention for five minutes out of the whole 40-minute experience, so it, it doesn't really bother me quite as much. And so I, I but I have been trying to focus a little bit more kind of on the life. Eat. Not to your extent. I I I still, you know, I'm not commenting or anything, but I see the I see all these all these tweets of the travels and the, the poker games and everything. Well, and that po- was not well the poker case does either. an edge
0: poker. I mean, like poker has replaced NBA DFS. I was going to tell you, like, have you seen okay. I, I'm, I've literally yeah, lots of like poker. NBA DFS is done. I'm no longer playing NBA DFS. And it's not that there's no edge like to me and this has been a focus on a lot of my uh, pregame shows on Roto-Grinders about edge finding, about, Mm, like, where are the edges and what are the better ones? Truthfully, there's no huge edges anymore in any of this. Right, right. There's huge edges in DFS, regardless of the sport or the format, huge edges in prop betting or sports betting, huge edges in poker, huge edges in best ball, who, run the gamut there are there are tons of edges though but there are tons if you want a three to five percent edge on something you got you could you could work you could go 24 7 with the amount of edges there are in that range 10 mm-hmm. to 15 percent edges maybe not as many of those and obviously past there if, if there's anything past there it's something that no one's talking about because right. your people are exploiting it or there are edges that are 20 plus that just are absurdly high variance Right, with like yeah. we're talking about like NFL showdown. Like, yeah, the edge is there, but to realize it is, you know that 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 journey is going to be swing heavy. Uh, right. The, the the thing about the Life EV is not necessarily not necessarily stopping the getting your edge, but it's it's very similar to what we've talked about in the past about about how much time does it take and how much money do you need yeah. and that your, that your goal is, and then maximizing for that. And it doesn't mean that, that you can't find edges. You can find edges everywhere. So like like the number one question, Eric, that I get asked a lot, either via email, DM on the show is that like, Oh, Oh, you're playing, you're playing poker over NBA DFS is there not, not an edge in NBA DFS anymore? And I go, no, this huge, it's late swap. I mean, it's a humongous edge. It just takes a lot of work, but there's a mm-hmm. humongous edge there. I said, well, if it's just such a huge edge, why wouldn't you be doing it? I said, because there's 400 other places where there's edge. I, I'm only one person. Like I mean, it's like the, right. uh, the I'm only one person argument like is, is built around like life EV because I see people, they're grinding their nuts off 16 hours a day finding all the edges and maybe they're building up a bankroll. Maybe that's good to do when you have a small bankroll and you want to build it up to there. But you get to a certain point where like you it's it's diminishing returns of raw money on your own happiness. Right. Right yeah, of like yep. of like Wednesday night like one of the first sacrifices that I that I made compromising with my wife. My wife turns out ended up loving professional wrestling. Uh, that as much as I do, she's she's uh, she's ordering. She's watching. She works late at night. She she has, works the graveyard shift for uh, you know mm-hmm. doing the uh, crisis counseling, uh, and she's ordering like New Japan pay per views from like that, <laughs> that air at like three in the morning because that she's up watching. Uh, Wednesday nights used to be a, like Wednesday nights typically are good NBA DFS late huge. Right? huge huge Wednesday yeah. nights were huge, but Wednesday nights is also when AEW is on at eight o'clock. So the thing is, is that when you're doing NBA DFS, it's hard. Even if no news comes in, you're always at the edge of your seat on, like, do I have to make sure that Jokic is in? Do I have to make sure that the Warriors lineup is whatever? And me and my wife enjoy watching AEW on Wednesday night. So, like, the first thing was, like, I'm just not going to play NBA DFS on Wednesday night. I'm just not. I'm So I don't even have to think about it. I can just sit there and enjoy Watch together. She makes dinner. We it, it's 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 a night for us, and then we made Friday night kind of that also. And it's like mm-hmm. she knows that on Saturdays I like to watch MMA, right? right. I don't have to, uh, but also the type of thing of like I don't really sweat the slates anymore. Like I watch Red Zone for NFL, but when it come when baseball comes around, like seven o'clock, I'm done. I mean, like I'm like I'm I'm done. I don't I don't I don't need to be involved in anything. I. Do do the the prop betting, which most of the time you're getting early, like one in the morning when the lines come out. Yep. You hammer a bunch of stuff. Okay, that's done. Then six thirty at night Eastern, you get your MLB lineups out there, and okay, you're pretty much done there, unless you know some late starting lineups and you have to change out. You know, oh, the, this guy's in and that guy's not in. I mean, Taylor Ward's not in the Angels lineup, so I got to <laughs> switch something out. But then then moving on, it's like okay, I found an edge there. I found an edge there. Then. I'm playing poker three or four days a week, right? And a lot of times I'm playing in the day games. I'm playing a lot of times, you know, yeah. three in the afternoon. So if I'm not playing NBA DFS, if there's MLB, I mean, I could probably make lineups from the poker room, bring a laptop. That's a, that's the great thing
1: about MLB, and I am going to play MLB because I'm looking forward to it. But it, it, it actually has a lot to do with this exact conversation is because, A, obviously you need the lineups to come out, but you could really just make your lineups like the night before i you know who's pitching for the most part you know who's almost assuredly going to be in the lineup you know give or take a couple of things especially early in the season it's like okay like you said up oh, taylor wards not in the lineup right or what you know some on, uh, we didn't know which catcher was going right. to be right or the guy the that
0: normally bats 8th is now batting 2nd
1: yeah it right right, right. and so th- those things matter but like also don't really matter that much you know like like you said it, if nikola jokic is out the entire slate has completely like everything you thought you knew about the slate 2 minutes ago is irrelevant and then and now everything is a totally it's a new game right once jokic is out once obviously it, it's a little bit different right when i got maybe lebron's been out for a little while blah 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 but at the end of the day right the, the heat notorious still are right everybody's fucking questionable so like you said even if everybody plays that like we're like oh we're just assuming they're in cuz this is what the heat do even if they play, you spent all that time, right? And like you said, waiting for a half hour before that game starts, please God, Jimmy Butler play so this whole fucking night doesn't go to shit for my next three hours, right? It's just like all of that, whereas baseball, um, college basketball is, is for me, like I said, is like the small way for me to still play it. Also, I'm, you know, I'm doing like college basketball stuff for scores and odds, um, and I just like it. We bought, to your point, similar to the wrestling thing, we bought St. Louis University basketball season tickets this year so that's like a thing that my, my wife went there and coached the dance team there for several years uh worked there so like you know she's a very proud alum and she's turned me into a fan uh, uh my tweets are pretty much now best ball and hate getting upset about st louis university basketball so the things that i mean they used said, 15 months ago when you and i were still doing this if i thought this would be my life <laughs> i would have told you you're a fucking moron but it's i enjoy it we enjoy it like it's a ton of fun to just go out, go to like kind of, you know, there's 15,000 people in this small stadium. It's nice. We have a good time. Uh, you know, everybody there is rooting for this random team that some people don't even know exists. Like, these are like AEW wrestling. It's a big thing, generally speaking, but like there's plenty of people who don't even know what AEW wrestling is, right? That's right. you guys' thing. And like, I don't know. I, th- like you said, the life EV of those things, I, I can still get my edge. I believe I have an edge in – specifically like the college basketball stuff. That's my, right, poker, basically. That would be my poker to your version. I'm not playing NBA DFS. I can usually find a a few props every day, right, or a few sides or totals, whatever, that I think are just wholly mispriced because there's a fucking 120 games every day or whatever in college basketball. So, like, I grind, I, I get my still, you know, kicks in grinding that a little bit and then try to do some of this other stuff. My wife is also huge into F1, which I never thought I also would would say, but I've gotten huge into that. We watch every, we watch practice, we watch qualifying, right? We watch all the races. Sometimes the races are at like 1 a.m. Sunday morning, and we'll stay up or go to sleep early and wake up to watch the race. It's, right? It's it's our wrestling uh, again to like what you're doing. So, I think that uh, what you said is so spot on. There's so many avenues to get your money down. A lot of them have a like you said probably most of them i would lump into the 3 to 5% edge but also you can find the ones that still have that 3% 3 to 5% edge that you enjoy but also that don't take over like don't consume your whole life like when i was really playing nba probably when we like at the beginning of when i came on here with you I, i'm it was my life and I wasn't making like I was making fine money, but like you know these other guys, the the really really good super pro players or whatever. But like I was waking up, starting an article. What has kind of now become the core plays on Roto Grinders, right? They, they kind of you kind of give the context of the slate. And right, you were doing a blog. Later.
0: You were doing like a live
1: yeah. blog. Every fucking new update throughout the day, right? So and so, oh, uh, uh, like the, the the Jason Tatum thing just recently, right? Randomly at noon, unexpected Jason Tatum out, whatever provide an update for that. So it was basically from 8 a.m. to, and I would try to give updates when they were relevant, right? Like Jokic plays the, the 9 p.m. game and gets ruled out 10 minutes before I would try if possible to get stuff. It's 12 hours of just thinking about (laughs) NBA DFS and what does all this mean and everything. But that's why I was able to, over the course of the season do okay. Not necessarily, you know, like I said, I'm not making completely life-changing money, but I was able to, to be successful and I just don't, I just don't want to do that. Like, I'm not saying I couldn't, I'm saying I don't want to, I don't want my, right, but, but it's, my it's a trade-off. Existence.
0: It's not necessarily even a want or anything. like you could right. do that. You would enjoy I don't want doing that
1: because of the trade-off. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. But the
0: trade-off is, is like, if I told you, okay, you're going to go back during NBA season, you're going to pretty much 12 hours a day. It will be your life. And you'll make an, an, an and compared to what you have now, you'll make an extra 40,000 for the year. That may not be like truthfully. It's like it sounds like a lot of. It may to some people it may sound like a lot of money, but in, maybe in your lifestyle, you make enough money where it's like, would I rather have forty thousand dollars or six months of work of of work? Because it, it's still enjoyable, so it's not like work work. Exactly. But it's right. like okay, six months. So let let let's break this down. I want to break it down from a numerical standpoint because I did this on the show. Uh, that let's say. For the NBA season is mostly what? October to November and December, January, February. I mean, what, it's April? six months. It's six yeah, I mean April. It, six full months? Mid October to mid-April? Right? April? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's let's say right. 30 days on average in a month, right? 180 days. Mm-hmm. Right? Maybe you take weekends off, right? I did. Yeah. And I, right, I you did. Okay. So let's so maybe you're usually not playing did. every day. So let's just say five days, six months, right? Six months. Let's just say twenty-five weeks. Five days a week. So that's 125 days. And let's just say you're thinking, you're 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 what you're you're focused on on NBA ten hours total. Mm-hmm. Right? Just let's say ten hours. Because yeah. it doesn't mean you're at your computer or anything. You could be walking the dog, but you're still like in the mindset of I have to be on for NBA, right? You have to be on yeah. and thinking strategically yep. or something. So let's say ten hours a day. Right. So that's one thousand two hundred and fifty hours. Right. <laughs> Let's say that produces you an extra forty thousand dollars of, of revenue that comes Second. down to thirty two dollars an hour. OK, which which is not is not bad or anything like that. But maybe instead of spending 30 getting paid thirty two dollars an hour, maybe you could find a way to make up the thirty two dollars. An hour into something that you only takes you on average two minutes per hour right. to do, such yeah. as prop betting or something like yep. that, where it's like, like, hey, I could do NBA props and get that and blast out three or the three or four best ones early. There's no late swap for NBA props, right? <laughs> right. So you like you do that, and maybe maybe you end up making another forty thousand dollars, but all you're doing is you're making it from eight a.m. to eight o five a.m every day instead of 10 hours a day on the DFS stuff. And it's yeah. like, while you could do both, it's just like, you know, you make enough money that now you have an extra nine hours and 55 minutes a day <laughs> to do something else. You, it, it, The doing something else doesn't have to be an EV generating event. It could just be, right. I get to take a mid-afternoon nap. I get to, <laughs> I mean, like, it could be like, I, I get to... I get to have a, a late brunch with my wife or with friends or or yep. just whatever whatever it is that you want to do that has nothing to do with making money because you can't you you can't get your time back. Right? Time is something you yeah. can never get paid in. So it's like if you just want to enjoy yourself or work on your business, work on Spike Week, right? Work right. on other projects, work on anything else that you want to do that could maybe currently not make much money. But ten years from now, now you're selling an asset that's maybe worth twenty million dollars, and you own twenty percent of it.
1: Right and
0: there, you go. There's your four million dollars that you sell it off. Which and then I could they- never,
1: which I could never make an MBA. You know, obviously, it, it, setting aside variance. But if we just use the forty thousand dollar example, right? In the amount of time I'm in, if I take that time from MBA DFS and invest it into this asset that I'm trying to grow into something bigger, the exponential growth, potential growth of that asset is like dwarfs what NBA DFS could could provide to me personally, right? There's always, uh, you know, you've, you have some some big scores and people focus on that all the time. But at the end of the day, um, I, I just, yeah, I just really feel like for me where I am at right now, and this was, it, it, it is really funny because it was really only like maybe two years ago where I, I, w- I was not this way. No, so I, don't you, know no, I think we
0: both were. I think you were more the but, fact of like, Oh, there's an edge somewhere. I'm running yeah. runnin for. I'm running. I'm running after mm-hmm. it. I'm running until you until you realize, truthfully, there's like an infinite amount of edges everywhere. Yeah. And and you're only like the, I think the good title of this episode. You're only one person. Like you're only one person. So like I think a lot of people that get DFS right. By the by the theory of daily fantasy sports, right? <laughs> or watch your watch your best ball streams and n- know that nothing matters, right <laughs> right yep. uh, like they finally get it. it's like, oh, like once you simplify it all down, you could find edges in so many different avenues everywhere, some higher variance, some lower variance. and sure, if you wanted to spend sixteen hours a day just grinding out all of them or as many of them as possible, it's doable, but at the end of the day, now you have, oh, look at all this money I have. And no, and what are you spending it on? Nothing. I mean, they, they, they <laughs> you're grinding out edges and then sleeping, then waking up and doing that and then sleeping, then waking up and do, I mean, it's the main reason why I stopped playing poker professionally 15 plus years ago of, that's what I was doing. Of like mm-hmm. for four or five years, playing eight to 10 hours a day, six days a week. And then next thing you know, it's like, what am I actually producing? What am I like I have this money, but I'm not like I'm doing it like okay, my bills are paid, but I'm never home, right? And I have this money, I travel, but when I travel, it's for poker. So it's like, right. what what am I what am I doing? I I I do stand-up comedy, I kind of put that on the back burner. So it's like, why don't I just save up a bunch of money? Make as much money I can in poker the last you know year, year and a half, and then just said, I'm moving. I'm going, I'm going to I'm I'm gonna move to the middle of the country. And now go on the road <laughs> doing comedy. Like, comedy doesn't pay well at all. I mean, I right. I I, I, pre, I stopped I retired from doing that, right, through through digital marketing and DFS. So it's like, it's it's to me, it's not a monetary thing. And I think a lot of people that that are not professional gamblers, it's hard to because I don't consider myself a gambler, but have been around uh advantage play i think that's a better way of putting it if you've been in the, the realm of advantage play whether it be you play yeah. a game you bet you you did you're you're a professional at at something that involves beating other people at a game that has some amount of luck involved in it uh that especially when you're younger like in your 20s like that's the lifestyle yeah. Right. And then once you once 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 you're 43 years old, once you're once you're older, you're like ha- having a hundred grand in your bank account is like is not is not the be all end all of it. Like having a million dollars in your bank, you have like like there's there's a there's a there's a point where like at, at what point do you do you stop because you you're never gonna be sat you're never gonna be satisfied. There's always gonna be you're always gonna have FOMO. Of am I doing? Because these are the questions that I get, Eric. Of now that I'm doing this, should I do, should I should I go after this? Should I do it? I said, said, dude, you could do all of it. And then then the people ask, well, how does like Mclovin do it? How does you to do it? And they're like, these these are people that have developed that are highly advanced processes where they could almost press a single button and get everything. They're doing the same exact thing. Of how do I get? as much of this done in as little amount of time. Right. And they're, they're they're excelled in computer programming and all of that type of stuff where they can play all the sites and all the slates and everything like that. So if you want to work on that, you definitely can, but most people don't have the skill level to even do that. So you have to pick and choose. So you have to, sometimes it's it's sometimes on Sunday football, you're not playing NBA that night because you're focused on NFL. And it's not because there's no edge in NBA on Sunday nights. It's because you're only one person. So I think people judge others by oh, you used to do, oh, you used to play like I, I told people, I said, I'm probably an MLB not playing large field GPPs. It's like, but aren't, isn't that your strongest? MLB large field GPPs, isn't that your strongest game? I go, yeah, but there's, there's the 121 is probably the softest contest in my opinion, <laughs> the single mm-hmm. entry and with the, the amount of variance, like exploiting three mans and five bands has bigger edge to me than the GPPs and it's lower variance. So it's like, if right. I think I can make about the same amount of money and have even less risk of ruin and lower variance, like why the fuck won't, won't like, <laughs> I'll, I'll do, I'll do that. And then people ask, well, why can't you do the other thing also? It's like, well, the other thing takes more time. I mean, like, I can't reproduce time. So it's like, do I either want to do this, and it takes me seven minutes, or do I want to do this and that, and it'll take me 90 minutes? It's like, the extra 83 minutes, I'm just like, fuck it. I'll do something. I, I'll, I'll fill that time with something else. And when But when you're, like, 24 years old, I, I know, because I was 20. We both were like this. You go... Well, what else do you have to do? Like, you yeah. a, a 24-year-old schedule is kind of like, well, when you're done with seven minutes of doing that, don't you want to continue? Well, what's the next DFS <laughs> sport? Or what's the next? Right. Because like, you're single. You, you don't have any dependence. Or you don't, like, I mean, you, your life is different than what it is. And if you tell, and the funny thing, Eric, is that if you told, like, 23-year-old me, or 24-year-old me, like, like that would be your life. of You just get to wake up and play DFS and poker or whatever like that and that's all you did 16 hours a day I'd be like that's the life and then I would have I would have said said, no you you, 20 years later you're gonna be like uh, you wish you could do like one hour of that and then just like kind of like you the 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 thing that you're looking forward to the most is like a Saturday where you literally get to just sit on the couch for eight hours and do nothing like that's your vacation of like wow actually nothing like like Literally, literally nothing. You just get to, <laughs> I'm going to sleep late, wake up, and then watch an entire season of a television show. <laughs> yeah. And that's all, and not look at Twitter and not care about anything. And just and that, that is the life. I tell my 24 years old, you're crazy. But then you get to, you get to be 43 years old and you're like, <laughs> like, no, no. That, the, the best part is, is being, is having the financial stability to be able to do nothing. Like it's 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 the weirdest thing, mm-hmm. the feeling of just I don't know what I'm going to do, but all I know is that whatever that that next week NBA All-Star break is like what are you going to do? It's like, well, I'll probably play some poker. Uh other than that, it's I don't know what I'm going to do, but whatever it is, I don't have to do anything I don't want to do. <laughs> and just the feeling of not having to ever do anything you don't want to do, to me, dude, I'll, I'll, I'll make half the amount of money just to always have that feeling. Right. So like when, yep. once you start viewing the world in that, in that, in that aspect, you, you're not in, you're not in the constant state of where's the next edge. What's the next business I could build. What's the next podcast I could record. What's the next <laughs> show? I? what's the next piece of content, right? I don't do anything on Thursdays. Let me do a live stream. Like, fuck that. Yep. Like yep. at some point it's like, this is all I'm doing. And I'm fine, and if I feel like doing more, I'll do more. And if I don't, then fuck it. Like this show used to be once a week. And I said, fuck it, now it's every other week. It's like, oh, isn't <laughs> that bad for the podcast? Yeah, it would be better if it was every week. If, if, if there was a business goal of this podcast, yeah. If I had a boss, my boss would say, Why, do the fucking thing every week, it helps sell more courses. Right. But I'm my own boss, and I'm fine. The, this course sells good <laughs> enough as it is, right? I'm happy the way it is. So I don't have to talk to Neil every goddamn week, right? So there you go. I don't have to go rustle up guests or whatever. So I'm like, okay, yep. this is what it is. And if people want to listen, right? People, oh, the volume on the YouTube thing It's like, fuck you. Like you know, th- it takes time to do that, and it's not, it's not, it's not worth the time for me to do. So listen to the podcast feed where the audio is normalized, and maybe it's not <laughs> like that. So like, like, but those, do do, do do you get any of that? Like, especially with Spike Week. Uh, especially dealing, I mean, I know it's mostly best ball, but do you get a lot of that from from viewers or people that are seeking advice for you for best ball of like, 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 what 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 are the best tournaments to play? What are the best drafts to do? What have been like? They want to do it all, and you're like, there are edges everywhere, and if you want to focus on these types of contests and not play these types of content that. Go for it, right? If you want to do basketball, if you want to do a like, second half of season basketball, best ball, yep. if you want to do the daily drafts, the weekly drafts, like all of these concepts are the same. Whatever concepts you use, it's just, it's very similar to DFS of large field, small field, you know, yep. how, how many teams are in the league, eight team leagues, 12 team leagues, draft type, snake drafts, auction, like all of this type of stuff that just because, just because you're like, Well, I'm not going to play these doesn't mean that there's no edge. It just means for you personally, you don't need to, you don't need to make all the money and need to spend all the time. But do do you have, do you get that feeling? I mean, maybe more like a, like, like a, a psychologist type of session. But I, I almost, I feel like I have to over justify why I don't do something because it makes it feel like, Oh, Oh look, you're teaching everyone to play, DFS and then it's like, well, I'm not playing NBA DFS. And then people are like, Right. Like, then why the fuck should I play? If you're not playing, why should I play? It's like, dude, I get my edge from a million different places and NBA's the fucking the most amount of time. And it's the highest amount of edge in the most amount of time. But fortunately enough, I'm good at all of this shit. That's like I I can make a hundred thousand plus a year and Choose where to do that rather than yep. like, oh, I need to make 250000 I don't need that. And I'd rather have the time. Do you, do you ever feel like you need to justify what you don't do? De-
1: definitely. And I think well, I think it's two, two parts is because, A, because I used to be that way. Like you said, I was that guy, like literally to a T. Like the you described like other people, you know, like, oh, I I think I've gotten pretty good at NBA. I've made some money at NBA, whatever. Let's tackle the next thing. I was that guy. I fucking played everything. Part of it was I started before my RG days. Like I started a startup in the DFS space and all of that. Like that's how I got into it. That's how I started meeting people. I loved it. Just like you said, I was whatever. I think I might have been 24 actually. So it's (laughs) funny you said that. I think I was 24 living like had bought my first house had two uh my best friends living with me literal bachelor pad you know having fun drinking building a fantasy sports company and grinding my dick off you know and i what else did i have to do nothing i didn't have a significant other nothing and literally nothing so and i just i think it was just a little you know definitely a little luck where i just started to have some success in like NBA and NFL, those are the two main ones that I, I guess baseball, like, but it was, you know, I really was passionate about the, the, the first two. And I'm like, well, I started having success in this. There was, there was the one year, there was one year where I made every live final except NHL. And that's because I didn't fucking play NHL. And I'm like, well, guess it's time to start playing NHL. Right. Because it was just like, that's just, that's just what you did. It was like, you're having success. Let's take on the new thing. So now I'm, gonna st- now I'm grinding NHL. Like I, don't, I can't even pronounce these guys' names. And, I'm, right? and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, at 25 years old, you're like, well, I'm just going to take on this new, this new thing because I was just always on the hunt for the next thing, everything you stumbled into. And again, it, the game was very different. That's yeah. 10 years ago now. The game is very fucking different back then. But I think it was, it was like from that point, like kind of ingrained in me that that's just how you made it you know, that, that's just what this industry was about. And then, so I grew up, right. I, I, I always say this to everybody. I'm like, I, ca- I consider myself like a slightly above average D- DFS player, like good enough to be able to make money at this thing. Long-term take advantage of the, you know, all the fishies that are out there, but like, there's so right. You m- Utah and McLovin and all these, you know, brick and um, whistles and all these guys are are stone cold killers, right? But they're doing the thing again. And it's not, a, it's not a knock on them, but they're doing the thing like 16 hours a day, staying up all fucking night, doing all this shit, right? You got to be at your computer at all points in time, every night of an NBA DFS late, blah, 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 blah. And like, I came kind of up, around all of that not saying i was like a part of those whales or whatever but like that's the that's just what it was like that's what being a dfs player was you know what i mean so it was just ingrained it, it was, in it was me that, so that, think,
0: that 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 meme photo of of awesome and uh and the nerds yes. around the table with it, the laptop yeah exactly
1: on vacation right at a fucking beach house and these losers are all sitting around a fucking kitchen table with their laptops but that's that was me 100 percent. that you know that was to a much lesser extent than Osimo, but that but that was me. And so I think once you did that for so long now, like you said, I am not that way at all anymore, but you feel like you have to justify it to to other people. Like, well, you did it for eight years or whatever. And you know, you're saying that you were, you know, you, you did pretty well. Why aren't you still doing it? And it's like, It it, you also then feel like you have to justify. I'm like, well, I'm doing it because I'm a lot fucking happier (laughs) right now. I go, that's a bit, it's a big part of it, you know, And and time and happiness really are the main things for me. Like you said, I have enough money and that's not to brag. I'm not some millionaire or whatever, but like I'm financially stable, I'm married, I have, you know, my two dogs and hobbies and stuff that I enjoy. And I like to spend my time on that while still, like you kind of talked about for, you know, the first part, tackling some place that I do believe that there's an edge. And so I'm still getting my money in good and I'm still getting money in, but it, it's it's one variable. Remember we used to always talk about like pulling the different levers of every DFS slate, right? This is These are life levers. I'm pulling all these different life, you know, which lever am I going to pull? Well, I used to only pull one. <laughs> I didn't, you know, I didn't have hobbies besides gambling. You know, I did, like you said, I, I my, my favorite type of day, that day off was laying on the fucking couch. Yeah. Watching a TV show and boozing or something. And now that has all changed, you know, that has just totally changed. And so I'm not going to ever stop being that gambler. But I think, especially with the transition into best ball, that still tickles my, still at my core will always kind of be on the entrepreneurial side of things like that is, I just love like kind of the new idea. And that's part of why I think DFS and gambling and everything is fun too, because there is kind of always a little something new to think about, not necessarily a new right, like strategy or concept, but every day is something new, players are in, players are out, blah, blah, blah. So I'll, I'll always have that as like a, still a, a competitive thing. I think like not, it won't forever be spike week, but whatever is something that like a, a side project that I wanted to write. You did the course, those, those kinds of things. I want to be able to spend time on that. But then, like you said, it, it with best ball, you definitely get the questions where like, I will literally say, and I believe this, that like, you know, if, if there's going to be a time do you really want to dive into best ball? It's now. It's booming. The money is really good to be made in all sports. There's a million different kinds of contests, tournaments, different sports, blah, blah, blah. Kind of like it, it grew quicker in terms of the contest variety than like DFS did. And so it's – it's if you really want to dive in and go absolutely you know nuts to the wall, by all means – and and I, I get it if you want to like I like, again, like I was when I was 24 with DFS, but you want to talk about time investment, best ball shit, dude you you can make a you can make a good DFS lineup in the click of a button, right? Basically, mm-hmm. that doesn't every time every draft you do is 45 minutes of your life you will never get back. And if you and I do believe like you know you can auto draft with rankings or whatever, I don't believe that that's you know there's not an there's not an uh, an optimizer that exists at least not yet for for best when, ball. when Herzig claimed, so,
0: claim otherwise
1: yeah I, I uh, well I, I so I, I don't know what herzig uh, said about his auto drafting you know Justin McMahon uh, maxed I think best ball mania or something like that auto drafting and I don't think it went very well um, I can't I can't remember but I know some people have tried it and like I'm not saying that they didn't have any success but I think that there is an inherent skill in Right? It's a peer to peer game. And when you're drafting, that's literally when you're doing the peer to peer thing. And so there's times where um, it's not always just literally the top person at the top of your rankings because there's nuance. You know, players have correlations and, and negative correlations and blah, blah, blah. And so 45 minutes for one draft, right? And at every con, and not every, but the majority of contests are just like DFS, 150 max, right? They do have some single entry and all that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, you want to get as much money down as you can, right? So like ten bucks a pop, forty-five minutes of your life, and you want to do one hundred and fifty of those, and that's only one fifty for one sport, one tournament. There's tons of tournaments. There's every major sport has has these stuff has these things now. So you want to talk about time, you know, life EV with the revolving around time, like that's. So I, I definitely I always feel like I have to just because when you're trying to build a brand, you know, a product and a brand around best ball, and you're telling somebody like, dude. You know, there's so many more people that draft more than me. And they like, what do you mean? It isn't, you know, this, you're building this company. I'm like, you don't understand. I think about this shit all day long and I do draft and I do shows and I write, right? And we build tools and you're meeting with developers and contractors and you're doing all of this shit. And then I'm going to get done and fire off three hours of my evening drafting. Like, no, fuck that, dude. But again, at 24, that would have been the fucking dream. What do you mean? Sit around and draft fantasy football teams all night, every night. Like I would have loved it, but now that's not, it that doesn't play into my, my life equation. And so you do feel like you have to justify it, but I, I I'll preach to the end of time. Like dude, if, if you just want to go after as much money as you can, as you, you know, it's you know, right. You're skillful enough to, to win money and you would just want to optimize for raw dollars made. Go for it. But it, like, that's not for. Every, I, I would argue that's not for very many people. Actually, uh, it's for very few. Whether they don't have enough skill or they don't have enough, you know, <laughs> uh, mental wherewithal to survive that kind of a lifestyle, because it is absolutely, absolutely brutal. And um, I'm I'm really glad we did the the life EV thing. Yeah, but not you the, can understand why I
0: I'm. I mean, you know me. Like I I've never I've I've not never drafted a best ball lineup ever.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And you can understand why I don't. Like it's not like you. It's not like I don't understand. You can tell me until you're blue in the face of like, oh, there's so much edge in these draft structures, and then DraftKings yeah. is much softer than than Underdog, right. and then you have these contests. And I take a look at some of these bad drafts, and I go, oh my God, there's so much edge in those contests. And I go, I'm only one person.
1: Exactly. Right?
0: I like, dude, the edge that exists in best ball exists in my prize picks an underdog yeah. two picks parlays on strikeout props. And, and it takes me five minutes to do that. And it's like, okay, where do I want to pick up the end? Obviously you don't always make the point that once you put it into best ball, you're basically putting giving them an interest free loan for like months, if months upon months at a time. And it's like, what if I took this money and just put it in my money market account. I get 3% APR. <laughs> like, like if it's just about the money, I think best ball is something that's lower on my priority scale, unless it's something that you're passionate about. Yes, where you enjoy the time that you would watch the the TV series on Netflix. You're like, no, my entertainment is just studying best ball. and go for it. Look, at Emma, look at Look at yeah. Emma. If you would have told me three years ago that I I, I go down to Nashville and there's a Pay per view card that I don't even have lineups for, and I'm like, <laughs> I need to find somewhere to watch this this Islam, Volkanovski fight. Like you'd be like, what the fuck, MMA? When's the f- when do you? Or just literally watching sports where you have nothing on the line. Like I could do that for soccer, but like MMA, what the fuck? And it's like, no, mm-hmm. I actually enjoy watching MMA, especially when there are good fights. Yeah, and. I didn't need to have anything. So, like, if if that's best ball to you, I don't want to preach to you. Imagine me coming to you saying, you should stop doing the best ball stuff because I found this this edge over here. They, You'd be like, well, I could do that and this because I enjoy best ball. People ask me, Eric, they ask me, why don't you play NHL? Why don't you play NHL? NHL is easier than NBA, DFS, time-wise. I'm like, I'm the type of person that I, I, I need to be, like, immersed in something. Yeah. And... I conquered soccer, DFS first, then I went to baseball, then I went to football, then I went to NBA, then I went to MMA, right? And then it was like, oh, why not college football? Because I, I don't, like, dude, I, I'm only one person, right? Mm-hmm. You're only one person. I don't have to, but there's an edge there. Yeah, I know. There's an edge in everything. Fucking yeah. there's an edge in goddamn everything. So why, why are you trying to convince me You're- that- that you get your edges, I get my edges, you play best ball, I don't play best ball. People were fucking buying top shots like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> I was anti that, like, from the get-go. and But, I, oh, but yeah, my I opinion was always, I think it's fucking greater fool's theory. I think at some point, everyone's going to be, whoever has them are going to be stuck holding the bags. But hey, if you want to dive in and be the guy that flips before everything crashes, there's money there. I don't say that there's not. Just understand you're all playing a Ponzi scheme. That's scene. what I did. Right, right. That's but,
1: what I did. That was. I just want to. I just want to say. Uh, I've taken it bad in tons of investments over the course of my life. But I got in. I got out near the top of Top Shot, and I'm very proud of that because I know lots of people
0: <laughs> that
1: if they pull, if I pulled up their Top Shot account right now, it would not be very pretty.
0: But I didn't. But I didn't say there wasn't an edge there. I just said that. Correct. That it. I didn't want to. I didn't want to spend my time playing that game, knowing how it was going to turn out. Like if it was. It was. The stock market? You know what I do? I buy, I buy index fund EFTs, like you know, very broad based. I I I DCA in, and then you then I'll see you in twenty years. Like that's yeah. you know how much time it takes me to manage my my stock investments? Like like this? It's like one <laughs> right. a, a, minute, a minute a month, right? Because I got I got to try I transfer five hundred dollars into my IRA, right? And then I just buy whatever the fuck, you know, give me $500. Okay, I'm buying QQQ. Okay, give me two shares of QQQ (laughs) for this month or one share of VOO or SPY or whatever, right? I'm like, like, that's like, see you in 20 years, fuckers. I mean, like, that's, that's, so what am I doing there? So I'm I'm probably going to end up getting, on average, a 9% return year over year over, over the course of 20, 25 years. Like, dude, there, that's my, that's my retirement plan. I mean, like, like if you a hey, but if you want to if you want to be the one that pick that day trades, I'm not gonna tell you there's no edge in that, right? right. But do I want to be the one doing that? No. And if I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna have to learn like eight million times. I'm gonna have to learn enough that I could make a course on doing it. So it's like, exactly. do I want to spend that time? People ask me, why don't you learn Python? It's like I I don't <laughs> see I don't see the return on my time. On how much better, how much more and and more optimal I could get. I'm working in Excel. I'm working on a process for MLB to, to, to pick my lineups in MLB quicker. But even then, I think I'm only saving a couple of minutes of time there. Right. And I'm doing it a little bit more as an intellectual pursuit of like, can I can I get this done in Excel? And I know that if I, if I get to a point where it's like, no, this is way too clunky. I just scrap it and just do it manually the way I did it before because it worked Mm -hmm. the way before anyway. But, you know, when people are like, I'm going to learn R, I'm going to learn Python, I'm going to learn – I'm going to build these little things for myself and little like, – I'm not saying that you shouldn't do that. I'm just saying there's so many – there's 100,000 things to do and just because you're doing seven of these and I'm doing 10 of those doesn't mean like one person's right and one person's wrong.
1: I'm glad I, th- I, that happens so much too. And I and I think I'm maybe a little more sensitive to it because of best ball, because best ball is very much so like clear and obvious. One of those things where it's like, you're spending your time and right. Like you said, um right. I, I think I, you're not. Eric, a,
0: truthfully, I think you're fucking nuts.
1: I, and I agree with you, but it, like
0: the, I, two, I, I two the, the things, truthfully, Eric, I think the best amount of time that you spend is actually on spike week and not actually playing. Oh, That's ball. Well, I, I agree.
1: And that's, so that's what I was going to get at. Two, two things is one, what, everything that you said about, like, you have to enjoy this. And that's what I'll tell everybody too, is like, you know, what should I do when I'm like, if you don't enjoy when you open that thing on your fucking phone and you sit there for 40 or 45 minutes picking people, if you don't actually enjoy that process, don't fucking play this because like you're putting your money in got, you know, varying levels of, of far ahead, right? Right now, if you're drafting 2020, you know, it's a year, it's a year if you're drafting right now, but of course, you know, drafts go all the way up until the season. You can wait till the end, but, and they have like playoffs and all. So there, there are varying levels of that best ball aspect where you're putting your money, you know, and not going to see any return on it for quite a while. But, that the that time thing, like if you do not actually enjoy that, it's just like I I enjoy making t- well and to varying levels of this too, right? My interest in sitting down and making an NBA DFS team has waned over over time, whereas I still enjoy Sunday every Sunday morning making those those NFL teams. I still enjoy that process, and so if I, the, when that time comes when I don't enjoy that process, what the fuck am I doing this thing for if I don't actually enjoy it? Like again, that's one of the levers. Now you can say. It's my job, right? So so just because you don't enjoy it, you still do it, you can make money at it, that's also fine. But everybody has their own priorities and the and their own things that they enjoy. And that enjoyment level plays into those priorities. And so like it it you know, I I despise when people I, I because I never say any of this, but it'll be a lot of like the, the DFS bros that, you know, that are still grinding their ass off all, all day, every day, grinding NBA DFS that are like, oh, best ball is so stupid. Or, you know, I can't believe people put their money in blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, exactly what you said. I'll be honest with you. If I wasn't building spike week, I would definitely play best ball because I do enjoy it but I would not be, I, I, I'm not even sure I would tweet about it. I'm, I definitely probably wouldn't write about it. Like, unless, you know, Dan asked me to, like, I, uh, I don't really think I would care nearly as much about it. But the thing that is honestly most interesting to me is it's a brand new industry. And I, back to that entrepreneurial thing, I can try to build this thing. That's like, could be something big. It could be nothing. It, well, it could change my life. Right, like if it gets if it gets big enough, it becomes a legit, you know, uh, tout side or whatever, whatever you want to call it. So that's my biggest interest in the whole space, and that's what I'm investing my time in. And unfortunately, or fortunately, however you want to look at it, I have to do the thing.
0: Right, you have you don't want to be one of those people that are like, oh, this is this is how you should play best ball. It's like, well, what do your teams yeah. look like? I don't got any teams. It's like I haven't drafted. Yeah, right. I haven't drafted <laughs> exactly. yet. I'm like what?
1: Yeah, but I wouldn't. I agree. I would. I wouldn't recommend to most people. I would not really even recommend it. Um, but I think there's a lot of crazy fucking people out there that love fantasy football in particular and don't give a shit about those other things. They just like drafting teams and then sweating them throughout the course of the year in a, hopes that they can win a million dollars. Like, right? It's the same thing with know. DFA.
0: It's the same to me. Best seems ball, fine. Best Ball is made for people that got sick of season long fantasy football.
1: Still want to play it. Still want to have that sweat. Still want to turn the game on on Sunday and root for Cadarius fucking Tony or whatever. But they don't want to sit, you know, sit and do waiver wires every Tuesday night or whatever.
0: It's the same thing. How I started soccer DFS. I used to play fantasy uh, FPI FPL, which is a free game, right? <laughs> With like a million million people play, and like if you come in the top, you get a you know pat in the head or something. And right. it involves trans. you have to transfer people out, of even starting steak lineups. Not even steak knives. Not even steak Not knives. Even steak knives. <laughs> right? It's like those free Yahoo type of leagues, but everyone mm-hmm. loves FPL if you're into APL Premier League soccer. I've uh, heard
1: of it. I'd never played it, but i right, know Right, but what you it triple
0: is. captain people on certain like and then MLS had a version of that. So if you were into MLS, like and dude, there are po- there are more podcasts for that than there are DFS. Right? <laughs> and it's just people talking about, you know. The the, the salaries going up or down, who you transfer in and out, Mm -hmm. who the double start weeks, and they talk for hours upon hours about a game that everyone listening has no financial interest in. There's there's no, there's no, there's no, like, yeah, there are paid leagues. You could be in paid leagues just like you could be in paid fantasy football leagues, but people play because they enjoy it. And when I was, hey, when I was 15 years old, that's exactly what I would be doing. Right. Yep. And I'm not saying that I wouldn't enjoy FPL, but once I saw soccer DFS, I'm like, oh, this is much better than FPL. And like, dude, I put five bucks in and today and it's over. And then I look and I go, oh, it looks like the poker lobby. And it's like I come from poker. And I'm like, oh, here's here's some here's something that could be solved. So let me see if I could solve it. And if is my benefit in solving it making money? Yes. OK, then, get, then give it to me and then I'll find the next yep. game and then I'll find the yep. next game and then once you have all these games then it just comes down to like which game I don't have to play all the games I can go to the poker room and people will be like well there's this 3060 stud game there's this uh 55 plo game there's this uh you know 4080 limit holdem game and it's like and this one two and then all the, all these games And it's like like certain games I'm better than I'm I'm better at than others but I'm profitable in pretty much all of these games. And I'll look at the table and go, okay, which one is the weakest game and which is the game that maybe, maybe I don't care about which is the most profitable. It's like today. I just don't feel like the, I don't feel right. like playing stud. I just, I'll, I'll just play the five, 10, no limit game. And then maybe some days where like the, the PLO game is, is off the rails, right? People, <laughs> you know, people are losing five ten thousand $10,000 at a time in pots and everything like that. And I go, I'm just not in the mood for the variance right i'm just going to i'm i i'll i'll play the nope. i'll play the stud game with the 72 year olds right and try let's trade some money and maybe i can make a half a big bet an hour or something that and that <laughs> right but i have the option so like t- if i sat at one table and you're like why aren't you playing at the other like like the the whole the whole goal is to get good enough especially conceptually cuz all these games share the same concepts that right. if you're good at the concepts dude there's going to be Dude, five years from now, there's going to be some version of prop betting, something or other, mm-hmm. you know, the super contest, something or other that both me and you are going to be able to solve. Just like DFS people that got on board in 2011. That's learned- why every
1: one of these they came from poker, go to DFS, right? They figure out the, the, the props and they get until they get limited. You figure out the next thing. It's, it's just a wave of what, well, uh, you know a uh, of, of very small collection of people really across all of uh, <laughs> society that that that's just where whether they've learned it, it it was you know naturally a part of them to to solve these games it's just like you said they're they're all the same and so i love that kind of constant pursuit but it's just a different level of pursuit now than what it was and what I know you mentioned before, well, kind of two things and then I'll add a third is like the, the, you're only one person, right? And like the, the life EV kind of plays into the fact that you're only one person. And we talked about this before, like everyone is human. You talked about going into that poker room, right? If you were a fucking robot designed to make money, you would walk into that poker room and do what you said. I'm going to sit down and analyze and see which table I can make the most money at and the rest of the shit wouldn't matter. Right, like you said, I don't feel like the variance, or I don't feel like playing. You know, PLL I don't
0: feel like today. playing stud I, I, today. I don't. I, yeah. Or I, like, or I the, I think, there's some annoying guy at that that that. Oh, the annoying reg that always did yaps, yaps, yaps. Or yep. You know, something. And I I just I'm just not in the mood. Or maybe I'm in the mood. I want to fuck around with yeah. people. right. Right. Like right. like maybe it's like oh I just feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna play really aggressively today, right? Just to experiment with with some strategies. What's the best table to do that at? Where I mean. I may not make yep. as many mistakes in the process of trying to, and maybe that's what I feel like today. But the, pers- the simple pursuit, we're—we it almost sounds like Eric. Before we get out of here, that we're like we're we're like we're we're, we're EV privileged. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Is that I, that may be a better title? The EV EV, EV privilege. Privilege. is the that EV privilege? No. right? We we have so many avenues to realize and take advantage of edges that we, we could work on other things. I could spend two or three weeks not playing anything and building the advanced course or something like mm-hmm. to do that. And it's not like I'm I'm losing money. Actually, I'm making because now I did that thing once and now I could sell it for five years, 10 yep. years or whatever, and I still get money in. So it's like we're at the privilege and we may be talking to people that first come, and with head dude. I talked to people that I just started playing DFS last year. And it's like, where have you been? Right. It almost feels <laughs> like I'm like, where have you yeah. been? Uh yeah. And then they'll hear oh, I play this. I play that. I play this. I don't play that anymore. I play this. And they go, they go, well, I haven't, these are people that may not have conquered their first thing. So they're like, well, I they, they have this fear of missing out of like, well, what should the first thing be? I'm, I'm scared of get not of going after something where the edge is dying versus going after the new shiny new object. Mm-hmm. And my attitude is there are no there's always going to be shiny new objects. Yeah. Said so yep. said there's enough of an edge in everything now that even if you're even if you're playing a DFS sport or some betting market or something that the edge is starting to diminish, learning how to beat that market will help you beat 20 other things also. So the worst 100%. case scenario is that you've learned enough that when you move to a new thing, you'll be able to beat that ten times quicker. And then when you move to the next thing, you'll be able to beat it fifteen times quicker. And then you'll then you'll be able to move to the point where, very similar to what I tell people that on, on my po- coaching calls with the the grinders members, some of the people I talk to, I literally have to tell them, said, "You know as much as I do. Like this, that, like I'm, you are playing. There's nothing more I could teach you." And it's like, well, I, how 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 would, how would I build up this bankroll now further? I've been playing for two years. They show me their roto tracker, and I look at it, and it looks great, right for for the ROI that they're getting in the sports and everything like that. I said, said, you know, the difference between me and you is that I'm just five and a half years ahead of you. Yep. Like that, your roto tracker looks like mine two years in. So like, like, just keep on doing what you're doing. Don't push it. Don't be like, I need to get there quicker. And you'll, you'll you'll be, so I'm not doing anything special. I'm just, I'm seven and a half years ahead of you. I'm six years ahead of you. I'm four years, wherever you are on that, there's not, that's, and then once you understand those concepts, dude, you could find, dude, you don't need anyone anymore. Just go out and start looking for people playing games poorly that, that are putting in money when they're bad and you put in the money good. And like, that's it. Like, you find it's an origination for- source for projections and be like, well, these sports books have these three lines off. So fucking yeah. bet them. Right? I mean, like, it's, it's like, so funny. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so like, funny it's,
1: you say that because it, it really is true. Like the the whatever 10 years of, of DFS, 100% are the reason why I believe, obviously with the best ball stuff, that I walked into best ball and was just able to spot some of the things that instantly people were doing that were like just a part of like the fantasy football culture, right? And it was like, well, I read the rules and the payout structure and everything of this and I'm like, you know, half of this stuff that people are just, you know, spouting off or I'm seeing in drafts like doesn't make any sense. You know, and uh, you know, <laughs> like any new space you deal with people with people with pushback and all that kind of stuff and that is what it is, but why I believe that like I've been able to grow like the Spike Week community just like just like this you've done with this podcast and the 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 show on RG and everything is like people come in they have the same like you said that that person like i'm just 5 years ahead of you right you're coming in you're figuring you're figuring this thing out and this whole community is approaching these games the way that uh the, the edge finders <laughs> the ev privileged people uh you know are are doing and like you see it play out i don't know which any individual within this community that you know this multi thousand person community is going to ship anything but like it's constant. It's kind of like early days of DFS, right? There was a small collective of people, whether it's roto grinders or whatever, and people were constantly shipping a lot of these tournaments, and that's how it is now. I'm not saying it's all Spike Week. There's obviously other communities too, ETR and and uh, uh, those guys, but like, it's a it's a fairly small collection of people that like have all kind of figured out the edges. And it's everybody's just printing money. Like I said, it, i don't know I don't know who's gonna win exactly when, but everybody has found the edge and is figuring out how to do it. And I never would have gotten to that in best ball if I didn't right learn how to exactly like you said. I you mean know, when we first started playing DFS, I did not f I didn't I didn't know what the what the fuck I was doing. I was losing, you know, whatever, but eventually you figure it out. And and the other thing with like you said the the props and stuff uh, again I mostly focus focus on the college stuff it's college basketball right now since there's no football obviously but like I can pull up luckily between all the fucking sports books that exist and like Prize Picks and Underdog and and all and all of that there's enough places to get your money down that you know you feel like it's not totally wasting wasting your time like a February NFL best ball draft but you like can like spot it so fast. Like, and I don't even have to have like the RG projections or anything up there to do it. It's just like, right. They have to be like off. So they the have plate.
0: to be off so much that yeah, they, it, like th- it's easy. So, there's, so, there's always,
1: obviously always is an overstatement, but it's like in the college market, like those markets are not liquid enough that they really give a shit. And it doesn't, it's not worth any books time or wherever they're getting their odds from to literally adjust every single, I mean, like prize picks, God bless them. You know, they got fucking Alabama AM player props and shit on like, you know, like it's crazy. Like, I don't even know some of these players because there's almost 400 college basketball teams. But so, you know, there's two or three players from every team that have props and there's 120 games on a Wednesday night or whatever. It's like they can't feasibly, you know, go in well, and they're manually grabbing it from adjust other markets
0: every, and hoping those markets are efficient yeah, and they're not.
1: I, Right. Exactly. And so if you just, but without having exactly like what you said, without having figured out how to tackle it, I couldn't just like, even if I knew college basketball, even if I had good projections, even if I had all that inherent knowledge about the sport, I could never be able like, I, it doesn't take me very long. My like prop betting college basketball process. It's pretty quick. Right. And I would never be able to do that efficiently if I hadn't kind of figured out, like, like you said, you, you just know, by learning the process of finding the edge, like which spots are you are like, oh, wait, that guy? Like, why is he projected for, you know, 17 and a half points or whatever? You know, he has a 14% usage rate. And it's like you look and then you're like really quickly, he's like, oh, Jesus, he shot 80% over the last four games or whatever. You know, it's like really, really stupid little stuff. You just, you see it every single day. And um, I think it is a pretty good kind of close to summation point that, Figuring out how to figure out the edges is like, that. that's it. And then that's the, that's everything the game. else we talked. that's the game.
0: Right. That's the game. And there are so many markets. Like, do you hear, Eric, the thi- the, the justification, do you hear it in the, sp- see, the thing is, is that you don't hear it in the sports betting space. I think because they're used to like, for instance, I don't see anyone uh, going to, to Rufus saying, you know, why aren't you betting college basketball? It's like he focuses yeah, on golf, that's true. right? Like right. there are people that focus on, they They know how to beat a certain sport and they can spend the time to potentially beat other sports, but they're like, no, I'm just going to put my entire allocation in this because the edge is still here and I'm making enough money that they're, they're not looking into Bulgarian ping pong or something like, <laughs> but there is some, but there's someone out there that is beating the Bulgarian ping pong market. There's someone out there that is, is killing Australian <laughs> rules football. That yep. if you wanted to focus on Australian rules football, you could probably find the edges just like that person did. But they're just they're hammering that out as much as they can. So the fact that someone is not doing something doesn't mean that doesn't the edge doesn't exist. It's just a matter of where do you want to focus your time? How much time does it take? Like I thought it was nuts, Eric, when people were during COVID were playing KBO. At 5 in the morning, right? Yep. I understood I why, not. Eric. I understood mm-hmm. exactly why. It's like, dude, all sports shut down. What the hell do I do, right? Mm-hmm. And now that we have Korean baseball, four-game slates or something like that, <laughs> uh, with it, 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 you're stacking Kims, you're stacking Leeds, you're stacking parks, <laughs> right? And people are getting up at, like, 4 in the morning just to make sure that there's the starting lineups. And I'm like, like yeah, I could do the same thing, but... I don't want to wake up at four in the morning. So I'm not, <laughs> right. But when Bundesliga, when the German football league came back, mm-hmm. well, I play soccer. So I loved seeing the the bloated, contests for that because there was nothing yeah. else to play I, I i'm a soccer player soccer and i, I, I made a lot of money to all that. you guys <laughs> yeah right. exactly
1: because idiots like me were like okay I, yeah i don't want to wake up at four but uh, okay once soccer morning? came back around i'm like once soccer came back around i'm like oh, okay this is this is a little bit more more in my speed you know at least i can like figure out who's starting and all of that without trying to like you know uh it, you know you couldn't like twitter search these kb like what the fuck are you supposed to search right and like on twitter for like start you know so I Anyway, uh, but I was definitely one of the fish that were uh, hopping into soccer and just don't donking it off uh, uh, to you guys. So, Joe, what, One last thing that it, – it's just so, so true, and it's so funny because I had some of these conversations this weekend, but I talked to Chief, you know, Will, Chief, Chief Justice this weekend, and uh, he's obviously really big into the prize pick stuff, but um, he has a buddy who grinds – I'm trying to remember now – but like, like Euro basketball leagues, basically – and but like even like some of the lesser ones, not like not even like the main Euro. I didn't even basketball know there game. were but other. Like,
0: le- I just thought it was Euro basketball. Like shitload,
1: of, yeah. There's like a shitload of of of. Le- I, it's over my head. Also, I don't really know. But
0: he's grinding
1: those, and like Prize Picks offers some of them. You'll get like DK and mainly DK will offer some player props and stuff like that on there. He's grinding props and and some sides and totals on like a little bit lesser known Euro and over international basketball leagues, and just printing money. And like like, like you said, he has figured out how to spot an edge. It doesn't mean he couldn't play NBA DFS and have an, an edge. He's just spotted one that he enjoys, and it's worthwhile for him to go into. And everybody, everybody, like you said, everybody is human, and, uh, and there's only one of them. And so that's been the one that he is in enjoying the most and found the most fruitful. And everybody has one of those. It could be like we talked about, you could be the guy that should spend 16 hours a day or wants to spend 16 hours a day, but, like, we, we talked a lot. I can't believe it's been 15 months, by the way. It doesn't feel – time flies really fucking fast. But we would talk a lot about, like, some of those, like, almost, like, psychological elements, but I, I do think that they're important and, and like, it can impact it can impact your winning and, like – but, like, not not just because, like, oh, you're, like, oh, you're mentally worn down, but, like, if you're not spending your time on the right things also – it can impact, it can very easily impact your winning. And again, you're human, right? You, you go on tilt because you keep, you know, trying to grind NBA DFS. And maybe, you, maybe you haven't really spotted that edge, right? right. Or know. maybe you go They're on just,
0: autopilot. I, I, I find yeah. that, that, that the worst that, is the going opposite. on autopilot yeah. where it's like, I'm just going to play the same way. I've played the past three years, not realizing that the field, I mean, dude, dude, talk to some people that were winners back in 2015, 2016. And, and, Sometimes you talk to them and you don't they don't realize that shit has changed. Right? <laughs> it's like, oh well, I go, I go to I go to I go to Wowie and I check to see the usage rate change. It's like, dude, that's all built into projections. They go, Yeah, it doesn't yeah, like, matter. Like, anymore. And everyone has them. It's like, oh, so that's like, yeah, that's not an edge anymore. Everyone has that. So you gotta move on to something else, right? You gotta you gotta constantly adapt. So like, like you don't want to go on autopilot. So that's why like with NBA DFS, is like if I'm not willing to do the work, four hours a night. Like, can I either not do it and just do nothing, <laughs> or can I replace it? And that—that's what the, li- yeah. the I'll go see what live poker's like. And holy shit, fucking What's going on here? This is just as this is like fifteen years. Oh, modern poker changed everything. No, no, it hasn't. No, it fucking <laughs> no, nothing's changed. And and the, and the weird thing, Eric, is that when I play poker for a living, that was high variance, right? But when you play DFS for most of your income for seven years, like that is high variance. And then you go back to oh, poker yeah. and you're like, Wow. Isn't this so <laughs> less stressful? This low variance game. Of, yeah, you can of only poker. lose so
1: much, you know, so so fast. Uh, I definitely am not, you know, anywhere near the poker player that that you are. But uh, I have played poker in my life uh, reasonably seriously, and uh, yeah, the swings compared to a, a DFS downswing nowhere near as mentally demoralizing, like not, I mean, the, the real DFS downswings and even like big T tweeted about the other day, you know, he's, he's made a lot of money over the course of the last couple of years and you could like, he didn't explicitly say it in his tweet. Right. But it was like, you could tell, like, he's like, I'm fucking struggling right now.
0: Right. I mean, at at his level, I mean, you could, I mean, downswing, I mean, dude, people have shared like FJ born or Ricky D. Yeah have shared downswing. I mean, even like Petty, I remember him saying on on his on his Twitch stream, God knows how long ago, it's like, if you haven't experienced your biggest downswing that you'd ever imagine, like that means you're not playing aggressively enough. Like yeah. these are people with downswings. We're talking about high six-figure downs. We're talking about $800,000 downswings, $600,000. So yeah, you saw them win a milli last year, but like, it's like, wow, now they're up $200,000 for the year. Right? right like like that type of stuff and do you want to do like do you can you handle that is that something that you want to introduce to your life well that's what this life that's what this is hence why me being like the knit of the community of like dude I just want to make can I can I make like 50 000 to 75 thousand dollars playing because <laughs> remember I'm also getting paid from roto grinders I'm also getting right. paid from the course so like last year, I made over a hundred thousand dollars in total. Cause I made, I think I made forty forty one thousand from DFS. I made like twenty five thousand from prop betting. Then I made, obviously, make some money from rotor grinders. Made mm-hmm. money selling the court. It's all. It's over a hundred thousand dollars. So it's like fifty to seventy five thousand. Like, can I do that with like almost no risk of ruin? Like, and with the least amount right. of time. So it's like. Why I'm in the constant pursuit of that of like, well, I could do this for this edge for X amount of dollars. But can I just give up a little bit of that and then shave off half the time? Fucking let's do that. Right. Oh, don't make 150 MLB lineups on two different sites and make the same amount of money. Sounds good to me. Let's fucking condense that time again. Can I do it from the poker room that I could just take a break for 10 minutes and do it on a computer and just bring my laptop up even better? Great. So I don't even, I don't even have, to, okay, let's do that. I'm going to con, but you have to learn the concepts, right? In, or, in order to define that in any game that you play. And that's why you get the theory of daily fantasy sports, right? Or you <laughs> exactly. go to spike week, spike week for the best ball stuff. You're still Eric Byme for on Twitter, right? You haven't turned into like
1: no, I still am.
0: Spike Week no, Eric? That's, You're not Spike Week Eric. It's never
1: Fuck no, I will never I will never do that uh and I will still continue to make fun of the people that like have DFS in their name, right? Like uh uh, sh- uh you know I won't call anybody out, but uh, uh <laughs> even 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 good friends I like to make fun, you know, we're, we're like I'm 34, turning 35 uh in a couple months and you know a lot of the the friends I have are you know anywhere from my age to your age basically and um we're getting old god, like when you first started and you were 22 and you're now i'm going to call him out but you know like ship my money dfs as your as your twitter handle like god bless you like now you're looking back like i'm like what at what age do you need to change from your lo- you know, lo- poker, look at dave uh, potts
0: eric he's cheese is good and, That's and Dave.
1: Yeah, and Dave's much older than us. I am. Right. Mean and Dave's in his much. What, like he's old But he's older than us. Right. Yeah, so maybe the the answer is is just never. But I didn't want to have to. I didn't want to have to to deal with that. Uh, you know, I'm 48 years old, and I'm you know like a DFS God, 69 or whatever. Right. On, or her on, on Twitter. Right
0: slap my nuts 42 or <laughs> yeah, something right, right. Exactly. but that's what exactly. we grew up with. Uh, i mean we're, we're from that generation anyway so yep. like if you're if you're cut if you're cum drizzler 69 <laughs> right or something like that or something then fine you know that's the, if that's your dfs name if you're on the rotor grinder's leaderboard is that then that's what well look at what people call me blender and like what is what does that have to do with it? its blender head That's and I true. didn't have and someone had someone still can eat Can someone if Elon's going to promote his own tweets just shit like that. <laughs> can he can he at least do me the favor of get the guy that has blender head that hasn't tweeted since 2009 to give up his goddamn handle so I could have it. That's the only thing. And then if, if I had that handle, people would actually have called me blender head and not blender HD for like fucking seven years.
1: Exactly. I bef- it, it took. We were probably doing the damn
0: podcast for
1: multiple weeks before I knew that it was Blenderhead and not Blender HD. And then, ironically, this, my wife is just better at like life than me and everything. She w- when we when we walked up to the party, she goes, "Oh yeah, Blenderhead, right?" I'm like, how the fuck do you know that it's Blenderhead? Like, you've never met the guy. You've only heard me talk to him, you know, well for a lot of hours. But still, like, I, I'm not. I'm, you know, she knows that it is, and like, she, there's like. 3% of people <laughs> right. that know you know that it's blended. Even head.
0: Dean Dean has to ask me like fucking at least three times a year when I do shows with him. And it's like, <laughs> haven't we talked about this already? Right. Or my favorite comedy movies? It's like, dude, can we get to the slate already? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Okay, so spikeweek.com. Get your get, get your B. John Robinson. And, uh, oh, yeah. Eight, it, why is this 80p? Uh, oh,
1: my God. It's I amazing. only
0: know about best ball from that sweet. i don't I'm, I'm not playing but all i know is that people are now debating whether or not to take B. John robinson i don't know who he is uh but th- to take him in the third round and it seems like that's that's not a that's that's not good for someone that has oh, not his, been drafted yet
1: his adp is uh, at the end of the first early second round and we don't know where he's gonna play and he, he he's he's uh He's one of these guys where the fantasy football bros for years, like if you play Dynasty, you know, have been trading away picks or players to get try to get first round picks in this 2023 year because everybody's known that he was going to be coming out and he's one of the best running back prospects of all time. So everybody is excited oh, oh, about him. Oh, all time? Oh,
0: rookie running backs. Nothing could go wrong yeah, with that.
1: Him- him, yeah, exactly. Remember Trent Richardson? He's not. He's not. He's much more athletic than Trent Richardson. So he's he's like the Saquon or or something like that, basically. Right, but he could tear um, his
0: ACL in the fucking second 100%. week of preseason. So I
1: mean, a hundred percent. Um, I I was just gonna plug uh super quickly. This is like a little bit of the the best ball downtime, even though the psychopaths at Underdog launched a a big a big tournament already. But at Spike Week, if you are. One of the crazies, like me, interested. Um, you don't have to be drafting. It is a. It is kind of a fun time right now. We are. Di- we're. We're going to be putting out a rookie guide, so you'll get to learn all about Dijon Robinson. Um, people love the rookies, and the rookies are like low key one of the more important factors in the best ball tournaments. Right? Because, you say you're 16th you know, the, round
0: pig, right? You take those are the people that you take shots on, right?
1: right? Justin Jefferson, his rookie season was going in like the 16th round. Garrett Wilson last year was going in like the 11th, 12th round. Just some, you know, that doesn't that isn't always the case. Sometimes you get Trey Lance or Zach Wilson, sometimes you get Justin Jefferson, and so the rookies are a, a, a pretty big factor. So we're really diving into that, and then um, a, a small teaser that I also told blender if you haven't played before and you like the theory of dfs we're working on our own um kind of course to get you up to speed with anything and everything you need to know that will also be applicable across all sports so theoretically one course that will allow you to tackle baseball best ball and they got golf best ball now and hockey best ball and everything and so um
0: dare you call it the theory of best ball
1: and absolutely not i'm not going to copy you on the name that would be that would we would lose sales right away right off the top if that if that happened no i don't know what we're going to call it but um uh very much similar to what you got going on here so i wanted to uh go ahead and plug that seemed like a fitting fitting opportunity is it, it going to be audio or written i th- we're going to try to do both i think okay. uh, but we'll see how that goes we'll see how that goes i
0: uh, understand the only reason why my why my course is audio is because i hate writing <laughs>
1: I know exactly, and um, I don't mind writing as much as as much as you. So we'll see how that goes.
0: Okay, so that, that is that is that going to be out? I, I'm assuming at minimum, at worst case scenario, it'll be out before NFL season.
1: Exactly, because from a market, uh, I know goal- from a
0: marketing perspective, that's like come yeah, the, July the and is, August, that's know, when you know, more people are going to and you'd want to sell it.
1: Exactly, the goal is you know after the NFL draft, so that, that that's when all the big tournaments and stuff pretty much open up so that's the goal so that's late april early may
0: maybe i'll check it out maybe i actually will i can't see fucking spend yeah. 45 minutes drafting <laughs> shit are you kidding me i may i may I, i'll still read it I'll, I'll read it i'll I'll listen to it and uh and i'll and endorse it if once i once i do and, there we uh, go and you know I'll, I'll create a link or something some affiliate affiliate deal affiliate. or affiliate there we something go like. that's a good idea right yeah, of course you should do an affiliate promo code, something or other. Promo code by my co- shit. Promo
1: code Blender HD, and that's what it's gonna. Pro-
0: be. Promo code, pay whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. that's the only thing that—that's the only thing that I don't do with my courses, right? It's like here's the price. It's like I thought what people, because people have emailed and said, said it's weird that it's not pay whatever you want. I go no, no, the, <laughs> no, because I need to make money, right? If right. Pay whatever you want. The number should the number you're gonna pay is zero because that's what I would do, yeah. right? So yeah. fuck you. I'm gonna put a price on. <laughs> okay, uh, you'll come back. You'll come back on in another 15 months, right? To Let, let me know what's yes. going on. Yes,
1: Fif- 15 months. Yeah, we got a little. We got a little. Uh, a break here. I am. I, I will say I, I'm not trying to kick kick Neil off for any future episodes, but I am gonna try to. Uh, uh, I didn't play as much baseball last year and I kind of had this weird it, I'm excited for baseball. Are you excited for base? I love baseball DFS, at least for like the first three or four months of the I'm season? Excited so I'm that excited that it's not excited NBA
0: to, DFS. That's really yeah, that's,
1: I, what, that's that's all it is. I just can't yeah, yeah, exactly. Exa- it's probably just because it's not NBA and I, I I had a terrible NFL season, so maybe it's that. So it's you just want just to come back for, back
0: on during MLB, <laughs> MLB season? <laughs> maybe, maybe yeah, yeah. Neil maybe is maybe boring. I need, MLB. I need, I need more, I need you to on more. <laughs>
1: You can have Neil on too. It doesn't have to be oh. in place of him. Oh, but I'm just who, saying, I can. Three
0: people on. Do you really think three, two other people could get a word in over me? Are you getting me?
1: Uh, well, we need two of us. Otherwise, you know, right. that's the only way we'll get a fucking word in over you. Right. Here.
0: Well, you did a good job this this episode. I let you talk. That's
1: yeah, because I had my coffee before. before. Right. Sometimes, well, you, I used you know to the record deal. Sometimes a little a little earlier. I might be a little groggy. Got my afternoon coffee in right before we had this, so I could uh, try to speak over you.
0: Right. Well, in the comments that. Uh, feel free to post it. Who, who do you like better? Neil, Neil or Eric? Right. We've yeah. already, there are plenty of people, dude, in the past episodes. Like, why is this guy with Neil? It's like, this guy is so boring in the comments. <laughs> like, is this supposed to be an exciting show? Aren't I, bo- I'm pretty much boring. Right.
1: In, in fairness, if you sign up for a show that's called The Theory of Daily Fantasy Sports <laughs> and you expect, a, you know, like an episode of Jackass or something, I'm not sure what you thought you were getting yourself Well, I
0: mean, into. look at my black eye. Maybe it is an episode of Jackass. That is that is true. That's very true. Right. It was a DFS injury. Yeah. Okay. So follow follow Eric, Eric Bimefor on Twitter, spikeweek.com, and obviously The Theory of Daily Fantasy Sports, 15-hour audio DFS masterclass. You can pick up at theoryofdfs.com.